Today on Headlines with Headliners, we talk about a bunch of evergreen topics. Is hip-hop dead? Are interracial couples accepted? And more on today's Headlines with Headliners. Chocolate Ray. Oh, we're back to the uh, Chris Brown. I know. I I, I like the uh, bounce back. Uh, yeah. Which one do you prefer? Beanie likes this one. I know. I didn't ask which one. Uh, which one do you like more? Uh, I think we need a whole new one. A whole new one? Yeah. Just start off fresh. And I'll tell you why. It is Persian New Year's. Officially. Yeah. Right. Like so, today. As in yesterday. Okay. But today will work. Yeah. First day of spring every year is the Persian New Year officially. And at one time in the world, it was actually the new year for everyone, which is why we say September, October, November, December. Sept means seven, oct means eight, nov means nine, dec means 10, January, February, 11, and 12. And then March would be the first year, first month of every of the year. So hmm. that was the thing. First day of spring. A lot of, a lot of symbolism. The concept of eggs is used in Easter comes from Persian New Year. Does it? Because that's always been confusing to me. I'm like, rabbits and eggs don't go together. It's about rebirth, about coming alive again. Mm. Symbolism. And the concept of, for example, Jesus being born. Who visits Jesus in the manger? Everyone knows the story. You're you're a church-going, church-fearing young man. Who visits? Who are the three people that visit Jesus? The three wise men. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Exactly. Persian magis. That is a true story. Oh, really? That is true. Because I knew Abendigo wasn't no uh, normal name. <laughs> yeah, Abendigo. Abendigo. <laughs> Bendigo. But they were Persian wise men There's that no, visit uh, in front of Jesus. It? That visit. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abendigo. Shadrach, okay. Meshach, okay. Bendigo. Okay. Abendigo. Okay. Shadrach. Yes. Meshach. Sach. And. And. Nibindigo. It starts with an N. I don't know. Nibindigo. Abindigo. 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 I've always heard it from like. Hey, Jesus, what's your name? Jesus? That's a nice name. What's going on? So, yeah, so Persian New Year. I have deal. Yeah, I have a good deal for you. <laughs> you want some gold? We're bringing gold for your birth. You're borning right now. We're bringing you gold. Take this mirror. Yeah, take your mirror. You don't, you don't know what mirror is? And it's stuff we actually still use in Persian New Year's. It's actually a continuing thing. And and actually, one of the one of the concepts is, and I know we're making a show that's good for all the time, and this is relevant all the time. Very it's because much so. It's, it's factual. And facts are always relevant. Even alternative facts are. No, alternative facts are never relevant. <laughs> a lot of alternative facts going out in the world. You know, it's interesting. I don't ban anyone from my Facebook when they're voicing an opinion. Okay. However, I do... And I don't want to use the word chastise, but I feel like that's what I do. When you use an alternative fact. And I have people who use an alternative fact okay. and then back it up with another alternative fact. I'm like, do you research? Are you even looking who wrote this? Someone was like, oh, so this is a fake article? Yes. Yes, it is actually a fake article. <laughs> right. Have you seen the source? It's interesting how in a day of modern technology, we have the most access to information. People use it the least. Or they try to only find information that backs up what they're saying it has a benefit as them. opposed to the truth. Yep. And that's the thing. There's two sides to every story, and then there's the truth. Right. And the truth is somewhere often in between, but nowadays it's somewhere not even close to what's being told mm. or said or going on in the world at all. 
It's an interesting. It's interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. I do have a fear, though. And okay. Nate, you're actually one of the most intelligent people I know. Shadrach. Shadrach. Nishak. Nishak. And a go. That's how all the preachers I know said it. Abendigo. <laughs> Shadrach. Nishak. And a go. Can we get it? Heard it? Can we talk about it now? Can we talk about it Can we talk about it Can we see where it's going? The three wise men, they were wise and they were men. That's and right. Three of them. Here's the thing. Uh, when it comes to you being a very intelligent person, I feel that the digitizing all the information in the world, right? As we see, everything's going online, everything's accessible online. I think that's a scary thing because they can slowly change the past, mm -hmm. slowly through digital alteration, and we will never know. So, for example, let's say a number. Let's say the Civil War, a million people died, correct? Well, if we slowly change that number to be more or less, and mm. we add only 1.1 million people died, or 900,000 people died, we've changed an entire fact. Mm -hmm. We can slowly, language is very precise for a reason. We can change someone's opinion by changing the language that we use. Marketers do this all the time through the use of advertisements. Mm -hmm. So if we start changing the past by making things sound a little better or a little worse than they actually were, and then it keeps it's, it becomes an avalanche of effect, avalanche effect of misinformation that leads to one day a future generation will not know the actual truth because we don't ever do the research ourselves. We rely on other people that do the research, especially now that they're memes. Everyone reads a meme and thinks they know everything about that topic when they don't know. I remember the concept of Ebonics being a big deal. Remember in the 90s, mm -hmm. Ebonics. People were outraged by Ebonics. People didn't even know the truth of why these teachers in inner cities of Compton had tried to pass Ebonics as a language. It wasn't to to accept vernacular slang into common spoken English. No, it was actually to get additional funding because if you have a language that's accepted, you can get additional funding for those teaching programs. Right. And that's the reason they tried to do that. It had nothing. They were trying to circumvent. Find a loophole. Exactly. Circumvent the actual bills that are passed by saying, hey, Ebonics, we're having, we're having students who are very, very smart but because they speak in this vernacular, they're unable to score high on their SATs and ACTs. We would like additional funding to help them be able to do so. Right, to bridge the gap. Exactly. And everyone made it a big deal. Or the McDonald's lady that got burnt. And everyone's like, ah, oh, she just won millions of dollars, not realizing she had second degree burns on her, on her inner thighs. And it cost way more than the money she won. And the original, the original settlement was placated until a new one was... A, was agreed upon all these things we just don't no one looks further into things that's right. why we have this show that's why we have headlines and that's why we refuse to change headlines you know who that's for the reason why i think something with this format audio bite a visual stimulus is so important to history is because it can't be altered. I mean, it can, but not the same as just text that has been found or in a textbook or something like that. You're not going to go back and change Dr. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech and have a linguist to come in that sounds kind of like him so he can say, little boys and little boys will dwell together in unity. You can tell 
that little girls has been changed to little boys. So a thing like this that has a date timestamp on it actually has historic relevance. Um, At times, but again, we're also a form of news where we're giving an opinion rather than just all facts. For sure, but I'm just saying this medium. I understand. Not 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 news with opinions, but something that can't all be news, altered. But what I'm saying it now is recorded, not just has opinions now, not just transcribed. And I agree, and I agree with that. But the problem is, people aren't going back and researching themselves. They're not looking up facts. They're not looking up actual data. They're not looking at the anal- and not analyzing information on their own. Mm-hmm. They're basically playing telephone with information. They're told what someone else told them that someone else said that goes on and so forth until it reaches you. And you're saying, well, I'm upset about this, but not about this because of what has reached me. Right. We see a lot of this going on. Then you go back to the source and you're like, this is completely different information. Completely than different. What was we see a lot of going on right now. Where it originated. And I, I pre- everything, everything needs, should be recorded. Everything should be recorded for this reason. Mm-hmm. But no one's double checking their own research. Have you seen those news stories where they use the picture of the wrong person? Yes. They'll they'll be like, immigrant from Africa found dead in a raft coming to the United States. And it'll be like a picture of Coolio. Mm -hmm. You know, that happens. Now, the question to you is, do you think that's on purpose? I think that that's an outrage. I think it's absolutely outrageous. I think that the research has to be done right and presented in a way because people are trusting you with their knowledge. And knowledge is power. So if you change the information, then it's messed up. And the worst, if you go back a little bit further, the worst part of all of that is that Coolio didn't die and he should have. So <laughs> it's, frustrating it's frustrating to see his picture and get excited. I understand. I understand. Like, finally. Because he did sing Gangster's Paradise and then not die. He lives. That That's like the Gangster's Paradise. Is, isn't that a metaphor he, he, for I heaven? I think he's going to die when that last braid falls out. <laughs> You know who? You know who? I'm really upset. At? Stevie Wonder's hairdresser. Uh, yeah, they should be they ashamed should, of themselves <laughs> because they still charge Absolutely him full price. Absolutely, they probably still charge him full and price. And he should have a 98 percent discount, <laughs> of course. And his braids start back here. Absolutely and he's like, ridiculous. And they're like, Stevie's like, how's it look? And they're like, it looks wonderful, Stevie. I mean, I bet they're tired because his head is always moving. Like, man, let's just just grab it and braid what's left. <laughs> it's got to be frustrating. I mean, people, his other four senses are very strong. He can grab he's a not piano. Daredevil. He can put his hands on a piano and know exactly where he's at based on the location of the keys. He can listen to it when he presses one and know it's a little bit off without a tuner. Why can he rub his head <laughs> and realize, in comparison to other heads he's placed his hands on, that it's some garbage? <laughs> his braids start back. His braids really do. Ray start Charles back felt here. wrists. True. I don't understand. I watched the movie Ray. I wonder when Stevie... Who would you get to play Stevie Wonder? Me. You would play Stevie I'd Wonder? play the hell out of Stevie Wonder. You think so? Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time. Can you give me a Stevie Wonder so I can see it? So I can get a visual of the Stevie Wonder that you're about to play? Yeah, I'd be like, I'm very superstitious. Riding down the wall. And that's it. Because we don't know anything about Stevie's personal life. We Who else could do it? T-Pain? T-Pain make a good Stevie Wonder? I don't think T-Pain would make a good Stevie Wonder. I think he'd be a good one. Uh, Another person that could play a good Stevie Wonder Please don't. If you say Forrest Whitaker, we're about to fight. No. Well, I mean, Forrest would finally have to put both of his eyes evenly shut. The little eye, you would know which one was little. Um, Maybe like a... uh, I think somebody could surprise us. Someone who could surprise... 
Like who? Tyrese Alec Baldwin. Oh, okay. Hilarious. <laughs> no, not not like a white surprise. <laughs> like a Tyrese, you know, someone who has actually spent a lot of time with him and around him and does know personal stories. Uh, you know, and they just get a little piece of glue, put one little dot on the back of his head, and strap one piece of weave on there. <laughs> and, one, little <laughs> one little braid. Put <laughs> thirty you. pounds on him, and and voila, voila, Stevie Wonder. That's it. So, do you do, believe he can see? Do I? <laughs> I've heard can, several times in my life that that's all he that, that he can see. <laughs> He's faked it the whole time. That's what I heard. Like he walks into his house, he turns on the lights. Like what's why? <laughs> His light well, bill should be low well, as hell. Have you ever closed your eyes and been able to f- see the light like light? Yeah, you know where it's at. Okay. I can't even sleep at night if the room's not completely dark. But I'm just saying, what need does Stevie have for walking into a room with furniture and turning on a light? I've heard he's driven a car. And I don't know if that's actually true, but I've I heard I think that. if he was out on like a tarmac or something at LAX, just let him go. Just let him go. One of those cars that sense distance to things, you know, to slow down for him. Beep, beep, beep. That's it. I mean, he's he's wealthy enough to do a lot of things that we can't do. We do have some topics today just to discuss. These are topics that will forever be relevant. And one of the topics that we'd like to discuss, of course, came out of the movie Get Out because that's the hot topic right now. Okay. Interracial dating. Okay, so we're going to do it uh, the other way. Cool. I had this cool segue. I was going to be like, speaking of things that are timeless, what about... Oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> it's too late. It's, so, uh, no, we, you, would you like to take it back no, and no, say no. your It's your already out there. We uh, only have two topics, people. So We have two topics we're today. To Kanisha's not here with us. I, I, we should introduce ourselves. We've done ourselves. three, really. Between Stevie Wonder, Persian New Year's. Oh, that was a good one. That was juicy. That was So was Stevie. Uh, Stevie was great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll do that. I'm Nate Jackson. Hi guys, you can catch me on season eight of Wild and Out, or here on Headlines with Headliners, or pretty much all over the globe in the next month and a half. Follow me online at Mr. Nate Jackson or NateJacksonComedy.com. And I have I have some good news to announce. You were just in Tischilis or something? What, what, what? Seychelles? Yeah, that's not a real place. Yo, it can't be because I was like, this is another place. This is another universe. You were in a different country. I was in an East. African island paradise. It was amazing, right? It was. How clear was that water? Uh, we were 400 yards from shore, and I could still see the bottom. Exactly. Amazing. Yes. Which and it's is beautiful. Also why and it's I one of the most beautiful places on the, on the planet. Absolutely terrified to snorkel. Because I feel like a shark, just if sees. I can see, and I don't even live in Sharks the water. Sharks don't have good eyesight. They just smell you. No matter yeah, what. but like, how do I know one of the girls isn't it's... on her time of the month out there snorkeling <laughs> near me? I look like a seal, and so I was concerned. Uh, but you went snorkeling anyway. I snorkeled and held onto a rope that was running parallel along the side of the boat. So my forearm was flat against the side of the boat the whole time. If it bit me, it's going to have to bite some boat, too. You're ready. That's what I saw. But I saw turtles, and I saw the little striped fish that was picking on Nemo. I saw some Nemos. I saw uh, the barracudas that ate Nemo's mommy. I saw... Uh, um, you really like Finding Nemo. <laughs> what I <laughs> thought was a shark. What was it? It was a about six foot long shadow moving along the side of the reef, and so I started going to the ladder. But I still like looked back, and then and then some bubbles came, and then it was one of the other scuba divers that had gotten like adventurously further away from the oh, group. Okay. And because there was scuba divers and snorkelers mixed in. So, question to you, because I've never gone snorkeling or scuba diving, just not my cup of tea. Okay. 
Did they warn you about sharks before you got in the water? Yes, but it was in a way where I felt like they were being deceitful to make sure that they got business. They're like, the last time there was an attack here was what? What? what, uh, what uh, how long would you say, uh, James? You know, the guy's like, man, forever. Like, I was a kid, you know. <laughs> Another guy walked up. I'm like, yo, about how long since there was a shark attack? He was like, ah, oh, man, it's been like at least three years. And I was like, oh, you were a kid pretty recently, a <laughs> uh, grown, grown-ass man. So it seemed like they were just like, you know. Whatever they could to get you in the water. Yeah, and then, like, the people I was with was like, I mean, if there was a shark attack yesterday or the day before, we probably shouldn't be in here because they're here. They're chumming a little, you know. And I'm like, yeah, but. So you think it's reasonable to say you wouldn't scuba dive if there was a recent shark attack. Maybe that's valid. But what about the original shark attack? Like, they didn't have any warning. There was no couple of days before them. I could be that guy. I'm the only one here that looks like a seal. They were yeah, African, but I was I was the darkest because yeah. they are they're African, Spanish. They had a lot of different mixes, so they and all you're were. Not, you're not you're not like a small fella. No, I'm chubby. You're burly. If if there was nine people in the ocean and me, the animal would make a wise decision <laughs> Go for to you. eat me. <laughs> like if, like if you and I are somewhere and we're we're in a group mm-hmm. and our plane crashes on a snowy mountain and we can't get off. I gotta talk to them into eating the little guy first. They're gonna eat you. Why would anyone eat me? I'm like skin and bone. But you. I have the most... We can feast on you for months. Right, but I have the highest likelihood of being able to survive without food based on my body eating itself. And if you guys want your story heard, let me live. Now... He's not going to make it two, di- two days. <laughs> Look at his little ankles. <laughs> That's what Look you're... at that. Yeah. He's been working now. Like, what do you want? Do you want a super fat chicken with all that fat on there? When you get to it, there's really not a lot of meat. Or do you want the muscular chicken that's tender and has a lot of meat for you? Yeah. Think about it. That's correct. We're gonna be, we're gonna hear gonna all this as we as we rot- rotate you to the other side, or so we're roasting you. At the end of the day, when they come to eat me, I'm gonna be like Shadrach. <laughs> Nisha, <laughs> what would they do with baby Jesus? Abednego. 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 Okay, so interracial dating. Let's get to the topic. Get out. Get out has become a phenomenon. National, international phenomenon. Yeah. A movie made on a budget of a million dollars. Four point five million. Four point five million, and it's made at least a hundred million. At the well time. over a hundred million, and it did a hundred million in the first twelve days. And that's amazing. So it's broken. It's shattered records destroyed records amazing for jordan peele and they owe a lot to rotten tomatoes because i would say because fandango has become the foremost site that people are like let me check out this movie and then you see the rating right at the top and that thing had 100 percent 100 percent for like seven days until the one black and it critic dropped down to 99 made it 99 that is true get out has put into forefront the interracial dating of a black man and a white woman and the scary story of the white woman trying to convert the black man and basically take his soul in a way. Spoiler right. They should follow it up with get in. So get out essentially was a black man and a white woman who were in a relationship and you question their motives for doing it. His was love. Hers was um, Sucking body his, transplant. His, his youth. Yeah, and everybody at this Trans- point, with a hundred trans- million, hundred million in two week opening, you guys have seen it or at least heard about it. So I'm not gonna. There's no spoiler alert for this, but you know, she wanted to jump into uh, his their bodies. They had a way they were doing it through uh, neurosurgery, where the conscience of old white people were getting a reboot of youth and uh, vigor, I guess, by going into African American bodies 
where the current conscience is in a sunken place. Brilliant. Brilliant. But so they flip it for part two, right? It's called Get In. And what this is, is the girl is just in love and the black guy has his own motives. And he's just trying to get like his mom, his dad, uh, his kid from his previous relationship. He's just trying to get everybody's credit squared away. <laughs> and so that's the whole thing. Like we go through this thing. They hit another deer or whatever, or a crackhead, whatever. This one's in the hood. Let's just go ahead and stereotype all that. <laughs> and get in. Yeah. Get in. Get in the hood. So what do you think personally about interracial date? Uh, I think it's okay. I really I think who people date is their own business and they just mind your business. I'm from a place uh, Washington Seattle, Washington State. is one of the most mixed, very extremely diverse. Um, furthermore, Tacoma, Washington, which is about 30 minutes south, has its own uh, social microcosm going on because it's uh, for Joint Base Lewis McCord is one of the largest, if not the largest, military installations in the Western Hemisphere. So every three, four years. There's a cycle of brand new soldiers coming up with fresh legs from the south and from the east coast. A lot of brothers coming up. A lot of big rims. You're like, where are they from? You know. And uh, and then they get they get the girls because they got the benefits. They got some money. They got the flashy car. They got you know, and that's really attractive to a girl who's just graduating high school or trying to sort things out in college or maybe it's just a legitimately good guy, but um. That's how we get a lot of mulatto children. There's a lot of mixed people in Tacoma, Washington. So Black Army dad, white, Korean, Filipino, some other type of nationality mom. And there are some beautiful, I'm talking about, good God, fine as, I'm fine as they get mixed, beautiful women, different color. I bought just exotic. Exactly. And, and they've been doing this for generations, so they are our age, they're so older than us. So my problem is when people assume that someone who's mixed, they're always like, oh, you're so beautiful because you're mixed. I, I, that is a, that is a disservice to children. That is mm -hmm. a way of subjugating them to minor forms of racism without being aware of it by thinking that lighter skin is better than darker skin. Mm -hmm. There are some very good-looking dark-skinned children. There are some very ugly light-skinned children. Me. Thank you. You're a good-looking dark-skinned child? Is that what Me. you're going with? Yes. Okay, because I was like, you could be a very ugly light-skinned child. <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm not saying it for all that. With I understand the subjugation. what you're saying, but there is. For the listener who's know. like, you right, you know what I'm saying? Or you know, I know people who are like, I'm going to have me a mixed baby. Like, I want him to have good hair. Exactly, I and, and I, I think hate that's that kind why. of thinking. That's that why. is. That is why. And here's the <clears> thing about <throat> it. I am all for people dating whoever they want. I am not for people dating whoever they think they want. Based on they, genetics. And what they what I mean by that is I dislike the concept of the black man who only dates it's white hot women. It's as hell in here. It, oh, are you hot? That was I'm hot. Time. Are you yeah. hot? No. I also am You're not, not hot. I'm not the one the shark's eating. So I'm fine. Yeah? Because you're smaller than me. I'm but in a it's bathroom. hot in here. Yeah, I'm in a bathroom. Woo! So so the concept is the concept is the if if there's colder. a black man if there's, if there's a black man who only dates white women because they think it's easier to date white women I dislike that I also dislike that well, concept I don't know if I disagree though I disagree I don't know if I can say that I disagree yes there's all different types of women and different type of personalities amongst all different nationalities it's not like it's one particular one is to a certain way but at the same time if we are 
through symbolic interaction, products of our environment and the environment that you grow up in can start to make your personality change some. Like, I would imagine a girl from the south side of Chicago is going to be a little bit tougher than a girl from Lacey, Washington. Sure. They've just seen a different amount of types of things. Sure. Right? So... Uh, a guy from that area of Chicago may say, "Man, I, I want to switch it up a little bit and get somebody who's you know not not as uh, exposed to some of the stuff I've seen." Well, then a lot of those black men shouldn't be upset when black women are dating white men, and that happens a lot. And I see it both ways. A lot yeah. of black women get upset when black men are dating white women, mm-hmm. and I do not like the mindset that a black man dates a white woman. Going into it thinking that it's easier to date that white woman. And I understand where you're coming from, but I'm, mm-hmm. you know, why it's difficult on that black woman? Because of years of that toughness being bred more so than genetically, right. mentally. Yep. So my thing is you want a better woman, treat your woman better. Yep. Get in. Get in. But that's the thing. And I see that a lot. And I, I dislike that. I, and I also dislike the white woman <clears throat> that only dates black men. Like, that's your only qualification for someone to date, then that's racist. It's racist to only have that call. There's a difference between a preference Mm -hmm. and when you go and say, this is my, I have a preference or this is preferred because I like only black men because I like the, I like what comes along with that black man thought. I've, I've heard people say they like black men because there's a swagger. Sure. I, and I appreciate that. I only date black men. That's a problem. Especially when I only date black men because, ha, huh, I got you back, daddy. You know? You know like, what I, because you know what daddy I don't wasn't like? there, now I have a daddy that is. Here's something I don't like, right? Like, I have friends who are just like, oh, light-skinned girls are the bee's knees, right? And I think that comes from them being conditioned by the media. 100%. But now I have uh, the, the same preference. But I, I've already assessed it, broken it down. And decided, I can't even say decided. Like I just, I, I know that it's not from watching BET and them only showing me light skinned women and things like that. Like I know when I first was like, oh, that's what's up. I was a little boy. I'm twelve. I'm sixteen years behind my oldest sister, Denise Huxville. Oh. Uh, Debrina Jackson. Oh, Debrina Jackson Gandy. She is lighter than the rest of us. She's more fair skinned, and she's same parents and everything. She's just a little more fair skinned. But I remember when I was a kid. I would like the house would smell a certain way and then coming towards the weekend I'd smell perfumes and she'd be in there getting ready to go kick it and stuff like that and she would come out and she would be you know face beat for the gods hair pressed curl flat iron whatever and I'm like that's 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 beauty you know what I mean and my mom would do the same thing but my mom was my mom so I didn't look at her like oh that's I don't know how to put it but as a as a little boy seeing my sister just unearthed from the room and she's you know, dressed in, I'm talking about when Michael Jackson bad was out. So it's, you know, it's, everything is moosed up. And also up people and, may have given her a lot of, a lot more attention. Well, I never saw that because I was a little kid at the house. Because I'm, because I know when I was growing up, mm-hmm. being mixed wasn't as common as, as it is today. Right. So being mixed was a thing. Right. They were like, oh, you It was mixed. exotic. Like, it was, Ooh. oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Even the, t- even my teachers would really? make comments. And sure, it was, it's great. Mm-hmm for a kid to feel special but at the same time it's not great to feel special and that other people of your same ethnicity are Mm -hmm. not as special because they're not as light that's something that i'm very much against we're all the same there is color is very very temperamental it's not a real thing Mm -hmm. we you can have different shades and different shades of beauty lapita nyango magongo or whatever her name can get it she is 
gorgeous mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter but then again i remember watching barry gordy's the last dragon and uh what, what was her name she was princess girl i caught her can get it uh, whatever her name was she was gorgeous i forget her name vanity mm -hmm. oh my gosh i love vanity i like the girl from uh golden child i i i want the knife so that but girl I, and it's just I'm different like, and then again on the other flip side my first love was jessica rabbit there you go that's a, a real red-headed white cartoon woman you should be able to love whoever you want to love, but the reason you love them should be love and not the color of their skin. Right. Now, we had another topic we'll go over very fast. Well, we, we only have a minute. Let's yeah, just so you'll this. just say yes or no. We'll just finish with this. No, no because we're going to save that for it, because that's actually a discussion. Okay, so yes or no. Is hip-hop dead? I say no. And with that, <laughs> Sister Rhonda refuses to give a yes or no. Because it's such an in-depth conversation. We'll definitely come back. If you guys have any topics where it's a general topic where you want us to discuss, please contact us right in the comments below. below. Let us know. We would love to discuss whatever it is you want to discuss. And I promise next time it'll be a lot more in-depth. We do miss Kanisha. I am Teron Von Gossery. Find me all across the social atmosphere at I am Teron Von Gossery. Thank you so much. All over the place at Mr. Nate Jackson, NateJacksonComedy.com. Shatterack! Catch us traveling the world. I'm at the Laugh Factory Me every Monday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Yeah, I have uh, Japan coming up. And then right after Japan, I have London. Uh, and in between there, I have a Houston gig and a Phoenix gig. and a Go on the website, NateJacksonComedy.com. Thank you guys very much for headlines. We're headliners. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.